Welcome back to the Christian Soldier Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Spurbeck. Thank you for joining me again. And uh, we are going to be delving into the question again this week. Last week we started off, is the Bible really enough? Can you really depend on the Bible to give you all the answers that you need? And the world today says, of course not. And well, we dismiss that as Christians. We know that the world is going to dismiss. But what about when there are people, there's preachers out there, there's people Uh, very prominent people that say, well, yes, the Bible and, uh, uh, you know, psychology or psychoanalysis, psychotherapy or different things that we really aren't equipped today because the problems today are far worse than the problems we've had in the past. And really, the Bible is not sufficient. We need something else besides that. We need a further revelation of truth to understand what's going on in the minds of people. And one of those that, uh, and this has been popular in the biblical counseling movement, but I think we'll be shocked to think about this is how prevalent it is in our culture. And to be honest, in that sometimes it's in our preaching that we hear uh, from different people and also the books that we read. So we, I'm going to teach you these uh, four or five aspects from four or five different, about five different people uh, that are considered the fathers of psychology, the pillars of modern psychology and what they taught, and we say, well, what's the big deal about that? How does that help me? You know, why, why do I need to know this? Uh, and I used to think the same things. We don't need to know what these people taught. And I agree we don't need to delve into all of it, but there are very prominent Christian people who have tried to synchronize, uh, I mean, bring together two different things and kind of make something that's neither one or the other, to, to blend them together, and that's what's going on today. It started in the 70s, 60s, and 70s, a blending together of modern psychology, um, Freud and Rogers and others, that, uh, and blending that with the Bible, and that really, that it can supplement the Bible, enhance the Bible, and help the Bible out. And we're going to look at today, that is not possible. Uh, and really what it is saying, the Bible isn't enough. Christ isn't enough. It, and that's what we looked at last week. Is God really enough? And absolutely he is. And we're in Hebrews chapter 4 today. Uh, Hebrews chapter 4. So I want you to keep, uh, your uh, if you have your Bible there, uh, go ahead and get that out and put your finger there. I'm going to get to that in a minute. Hebrews 4.12 uh, is where I'm going to be at here in just a couple of minutes. But first let's look at uh, the idea of the unconscious mind. You know, we have that phrase, you know, we use the phrase of Freudian slip and different things like that. Sigmund Freud was uh, considered the father, the first one to really promote modern psychology and popularize it. And uh, there's a lot of uh, philosophies of his in our culture today, in our school system today. You know, any modern psychologist today, if you're a a psychologist or a therapist, they're going to use something uh, from Freud. And a lot of Freud's things are not used anymore because they found to be false, uh, some of them, but uh, there are still some core beliefs, and mainly his teaching on the unconscious mind. Uh, We have our conscious mind, and our unconscious mind is not necessarily the mind we have when you sleep, but these are, his teaching was that things that we are uh, beliefs in sin or 
Oh, well, the way the biblical counsel is a sin, but things that are unresolved in our mind, we act in a certain way because of things that we are not aware of in our unconscious mind. Our conscious mind can know something, but we have problems, behavior problems, mental problems, emotional problems, uh, you know, as we say, psychological problems because of problems in the unconscious mind. And um, many times they're rooted in, uh, in his teaching was uh, it was your parents' fault, your mother's fault, your father's fault. It's not your fault for the way you are. It's what's going on in your unconscious mind. You know, it's really not because of sin. It's not because of uh, the oppression of the devil. It's not because of your own selfish choices. It's what's going on in your unconscious mind. It's really not your fault. And what it did is it took away the, the responsibility for sin. And, of course, we know Sigmund Freud was a devout atheist, was involved in the occult and drugs and all kinds of things. Uh, and he was a follower of Nietzsche, who was a famous philosopher who said, God is dead. Uh, so this was the man. So all of these things that we're going to look at are hatched out of the minds of men that were not Christians, that in a lot of ways hated God, hated by the Bible, and were giving an alternate view. So why are people going to them and trying to blend the Bible together in with what they taught if they have all of these things have come out of their imagination? So let's apply this, his teaching of the unconscious mind. Let's apply this into biblically speaking in that there are things that people have, the maladies, things that people have today. And by the way, this seems like a reasonable explanation. It appeals to our logic, and our, oh, I never knew that, uh, that people uh, have unconscious sins and beliefs that affect their faith, that cause them not to be able to trust in God, that cause them to have issues with anger and issues with being uh, unsteady in their emotions or unsteady in their spiritual walk with God. And what we must do in counseling, and by the way, preachers aren't equipped to deal with this. You need to go to a Christian counselor to deal with these things. Uh, and that's where the teaching is today, that pastors aren't equipped uh, to handle the problems of today uh, because the Bible is good and the Bible is necessary, but we need more than the Bible. Well, we were in Hebrews 4 and verse number 12. Hebrews 4.12 says this, For the word of God is quick, meaning alive, and powerful, the power of God's word, and sharper than any two-edged sword. Why is it sharp? Because it needs to do this, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, okay, getting to the core of the matter of, of the issues with our soul, with our spirit, and of the joints and marrow. And here is the last part, and as a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So how do we get, get down to the bottom of what's going on in someone's life? We look at the Bible. Uh, if sin is in our life, we need to look there. And we see verse 13. Neither is there any other creature that is not manifest in his sight, in God's, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do, which is God. He sees and knows all. There is nothing hidden in our life. Yes, there is, we know it's not hidden from God, but they teach, well, it's hidden from our understanding and our knowledge. Uh, we go to the Word of God, and it t tells us, it discerns what's going on in our heart, whether it's the lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, or the pride of life. And uh, the psychologist says, well, that's just shallow preaching. There, it's more complicated than that. It is man who complicates faith. It is man who complicates salvation. It is man that complicates, and man wants a way out, always. And that's the, what psychology is, is man's way out. Not my fault. Not my issue. It is my unconscious mind. It was my parents' fault. It was this fault. It was this abuser's fault. And by the way, not diminishing abuse. 
it's a horrible and terrible thing that goes on uh, in our world today uh, of parents abusing their children. And yes, it does have an effect. It does damage, but you can't define your whole life by what someone did to you. You cannot make that the excuse, well, I'm a sinner because this. I hate God because of this. No, we cannot do that. And that's what Freud teaches, and that's what the biblical counselors bring in. Well, it's not really your fault. You're a victim of your environment. Environmental psychology is another aspect of that, that we're just a product of our environment. And in some ways, yes, it affects who we are, but it does not define who we are. For when we trust Christ, we're made a new creature. We're not defined by our past. We're not defined by our sin at that moment. And still from that moment forward, we are defined by what Christ did for us and who Christ has made us join heirs with him, adopted into the family of God. So let's not get pulled into, well, I don't understand. There must be something lurking in my mind. And the devil loves to use that. There must be something lurking in my past, lurking as something I don't remember, something that's affecting me, something that I did as a little baby child, as a little child that is causing me to have these problems today, uh, something that uh, was said to me, something I learned, so it must be, but I'm just not aware of it. I don't know it, so it's in there somewhere affecting me. That is the teaching of the unconscious mind when it's used in a biblical counseling aspect. There must be something in your past that you're not aware of that has caused this. The Bible tells us right here, the Word of God is discerned with the thoughts and intents of the heart. There's no unconscious mind. God didn't, nowhere in the Bible does it talk about the unconscious mind. Nowhere in the Bible does it say it's not your fault because of, this, of the, your past and what's going on and that it's not, uh, you're not accountable for your sin. Uh, that if, uh, you know, your parents didn't raise you right, then it's not your fault. The Bible doesn't say that. On the contrary, it tells us that we are accountable even though we've been not used correctly. Maybe that we've been despitefully used and people have been against us. We're still accountable for how we view God and how we live for God. And man's always looking for an excuse, a way out. So don't let that be an excuse. And if we have this in mind and you notice things that uh, go on in our culture and the teaching we have, the teaching of our children, the, even a lot of the preaching, well, you know, it's not really your fault. Sin is always the fault of the one who commits it. Okay? And divining sin, the breaking of God's law. If we break God's law, it's our fault. We can't blame somebody else. Isn't that what Adam and Eve tried to do in the garden? Adam blamed Eve uh, <clears throat> and blamed God at the same time. And then Eve blamed uh, the serpent. And we see all the way through, man wants to shift the blame. We can't shift the blame. We're accountable for our sin. And the sooner we come to that place, and it's not because of uh, we look at, uh, does the Bible really able to sort out what's going on in my mind? Because sin will mess up your thinking. Sin will mess up your mind. Uh, can God's word cleanse uh, the mind? Can it straighten the mind out and straighten out our thinking? Yes, because the Bible's a standard. We just need to think the, think the way God thinks. And when God says something in his word, when we trust and believe it, this is true 100%, and it's sharp and powerful. And so you know what? I was thinking wrong about that. When we conform our thinking to the word of God and we just take God at his word and we accept it, by the way, the flesh doesn't want to do that, and maybe it's against all that you've been taught, all against that you've been raised, all that you've learned in college or you learned somewhere, you know what we need to understand is that, look, we are fallible. We are flawed, but God's word is perfect. If we believe that and we conform to the Bible, it will discern, it will straighten out. The washing of water by the word will cleanse us and straighten us out, and we will grow in what Christ wants us to be. That is what God can do. But it is the psychologist that says, no, that doesn't work. Yes, we can use the Bible as a tool, instead of looking at, we need to look at the Bible is the only 
tool. It is the only truth. There isn't God's truth and then, oh, there's truth revealed through other people. The Bible is the revealed word of God. When we trust in it, that it's sufficient, that it's able to, then we will see real change and real growth in our lives. Well, I want to thank you for tuning in today. Hopefully that's helpful to you. If you have any questions about that, email me info at tbckaleen.org. Love to hear from you. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us along so you don't miss any of these upcoming podcasts about this topic. And uh, if maybe you know someone that's struggling with this, or maybe you had a question about this from somebody else, feel free to share this podcast with them. And if they have any questions, I'd love to, uh, to, to hear about those and show you what the Word of God says. Because God's Word has all the, I don't have the answers, God's Word has the answers. It's all, I, uh, and none of it's original to me. It's from the one who wrote and knows all things, God himself. And that's where we get our authority, is in the God's Word. And we can take it to the bank. You can believe it. You can trust it. You can let God heal you for whatever is going on in your life. And he can today. Well, thank you for tuning in, and I will see you next time.